It's a new beginning, y'all. Buckle up. Rodeo Clown, and I tell you, it's just so good to be on here today. A lot of times I don't get to talk about stuff I want to talk about. I'm kind of tethered to the pole, if you will. You know, I have to be so careful in the arena so many times, and so this has given me a chance to kind of venture out and, you know, say what I want to say. My good friend, Aaron Ferguson, the founder of the Bullfighters Only, and a great, great dude and kind of an innovator called me the other day and said, hey, I want you to do a podcast. Well, I don't really know much about those. Uh, my wife listens to a few, and I've, you know, since then li- started listening to a few. And I found out it's pretty much, you know, kind of people talking. But being in the Western industry, Western sports, if you will, <laughs> sometimes I hate that. Rodeo world, hey. Um, I've listened to some podcasts, and this is going to be a different podcast in that I'm not just going to interview people and, you know, ask random questions like, hey, today I have, uh, you know, John Doe here and what's it like to make the bull riding finals and the PBR? Like my talk show or podcast, I've said it like four times already, but I'm new. It's going to be real shit. Everybody say real shit. Real shit. There you go. And, and, um, the guy that's kind of making this happen, my best friend in the whole world, a gold <laughs> buckle champion in the sound world, the first ever music director of the year from Iowa, now living in Texas, the one, the only, the guy that spins the tunes at Houston, Denver, the biggest rodeos in the world. The <laughs> He's got the music right now. How about it for Joshua? Hambone Hilton! Oh, thank you for that lovely introduction. I'll let it keep what going. What song is that? I, it's, it's Elvis's intro back oh, in the day. Oh, I should know that. I've done the Elvis act yeah. many times. Yeah. You know? yeah, and then you go into this, like if you're with Sosby. Oh. This uh-huh. where it's, uh, yeah, this where Sobe, Sosby's... Uh, Chucky ass comes rolling down, you know. You got to love rodeo clowns, don't you? Love them. 
They're some of my best friends in the world, like you. Rodeo clowns, well, you know, I mean, we're yeah. all pretty fun, but it's a proven fact if you ask me or Sosby or, well, just the two of us, chubby rodeo clowns are statistically funnier <laughs> because what is there any, like, to start off this, is there any other chubby rodeo clowns that you can think in the pro rodeo? Chubby? Yeah, like oh, me and Sos. Oh, I, mm, maybe not that big. Okay, so Rodeo Clown's over 250. <laughs> Burt Davis. <laughs> probably. Um, John Harrison weighs like one, 115. Yeah, John Harrison, Love skinny. John. Lerwell uh, weighs Lerwell's nothing. Yeah. Uh, Isley's nothing. Skinny mini. All the uh, Giz. Yeah, Giz is not a small guy. He's medium. Yeah, but he's not big. He's like a probably. Dudley probably weighs a lot, but he's he's built. Yeah, yeah, he's. Let's not talk about that. He's got abs, like yeah. you can see. What a douche! <laughs> <laughs> what a douche for being in shape. God, don't be in shape, y'all. I mean, be in shape, but don't. I mean, like live. A... Anywho, it's the <laughs> summer. We're sitting here in beautiful Logan Coach Studios. Logan Coach Studios Hambo's in Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, where he where just yeah he yeah. got this new trailer. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a Sound Man trailer and. Went out and bought the equipment for a podcast because I thought that the way things worked were you got a iPhone. I have an iPhone 4, and um, it's not high technology. It is the most pathetic iPhone you've <laughs> ever seen. Cracked screen, small. It's like 8 gigabytes of I, memory. I don't even know what a gigabyte is, but I keep it real. But I thought <laughs> when this whole deal started. You're just cheap. No, I'm going to get one someday. But I thought when this deal started, what you do is you just put your, like, the app for the voice voice app. I thought you just put record, and then you just have you and your friends talking to it. Well, you can. You can, but that's not, no. Yeah, because we want to do. It's not how we're going to roll. Yeah, we want to make this professional. and We want to have, like, like, a cool podcast where, you know, you can say what you want. You can say shit if you want. I want to get a bumper sticker that said, it's the tits. It's the tits. And it has a picture of me with both thumbs up. <laughs> but in my clown Do it. Gear. Do it. Yeah. Now that you've said it and you put it out there, it's probably going to get taken. Yeah. Well, no. If you think about this, when something's good, you can say, oh, oh, that's cool or that's dope. And if you look over the years, there's been many things like that. You remember back when they used to say, oh, man, that's boss. That meant good. No, that must have been a stupid Kansas no, it was thing. The, no, it's not a stupid Kansas thing. Oh, man, that's it's, boss. No. That's dope. That's no. stupid dope. Well, d- dope, yeah, but boss? Boss was I've never heard boss be boss, a thing. Boss, B-O-S-S, boss. Yeah, I know oh, how man, to spell boss. it. No. I Maybe years from now, people will be sitting around and be like, oh, man, that's the tits. With two well, I can understand that. That's a lot better than boss. That's the boss. No, not the boss. That's boss. Like no. it's it's something cool, no. all right? No, no, it's not. Anywho, you know what? Moving is the, on. You know what is the tits? Yeah, what is? We're right here. It's almost July. We're rodeoing. Things are going good. It's been a good year for most people that haven't blown out their knee in Denver, and had a horrible surgery and had to miss a month and a half. But I'm back. No, oh, I, not me personally, but a guy you know. And it is almost time to get into that time of year where I want to talk about something that frustrates me, okay? I, I, and Hambone, you know this about me. Yeah. I absolutely love rodeo, all right? 
whether it's ACRA, IPRA, PRCA, PBR, IPRA, UPRA, uh, what else? Yeah. Any association that ends with A. I love rodeoing. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. I've always been a part of it and hopefully always will. But it's that time of year when there's a lot of rodeos and people do one thing that annoys me. Okay. Now, I put this on Facebook <laughs> years ago and it kind of backfired on me because when people found out that I hated it, they started doing it more. And that is the hashtag summer run. Hashtag summer run. I remember this. So yes. here, here's what happened. Uh, a friend of mine, who's he was a great cowboy, okay? But he is settled down as a cowboy. He's not trying to knock him out. He's not trying to win 40 grand over the fourth. He puts on his Facebook page, busy weekend going to... Ark City, Kansas on Friday, Moline, Kansas Saturday, Newkirk on Sunday. Hashtag summer run. Those rodeos are an hour and 10 minutes apart. Okay. And he's going to be back at work on Monday, right? No big deal. Like I'm all for the guy. Like if, if you want a rodeo like that, that's your deal. But yeah. that is not a hashtag. No summer run. So, People then started to make fun of my summer run and random friends of mine, just to be dicks, start like hashtagging me in dumb ass summer run stuff. Like my good friend who's a farmer from Abbeville, Kansas, is in his combine cutting wheat. (laughs) He he hashtags me. No, but he does like this, man, I got to cut this field today. You know, going to go over to the south of town to, cut 60 acres of wheat tomorrow and hopefully by next week we'll be cutting over at the gamble place hashtag summer run at rump rodeo clown <laughs> steven if you're listening eat shit <laughs> i'm just kidding you're cool, kudos steven that's hilarious it, i mean it, it's funny i love it because anytime i say that i don't like something people do it you know well that's anything that's like you know if i say oh i don't like uh you know being called you know t-bone people are oh I'm going to call you T-Bone now. Yeah, like I said. Well, you're a douche. Yeah, I said I hate snakes. Uh, I wish I would have never said that because people, oh, you don't like snakes? Hey, let's go find a snake and throw on this dude and And then hashtag some around him. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm sure all seven people that are going to hear this podcast (laughs) are going to. Yeah, but we love these seven people. Hashtag summer run. Now, the summer runs that I'm talking about, like, you can summer run hashtag, and I'm not going to be upset if you are legit summer running. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So last week in Santa Fe, Hambone and I, we talked to a lot of these guys. A lot of these cowboys are good friends, and I was talking to uh, Tanner Bruner from Ramona, Kansas. Bulldogger. Great Bulldogger. And uh, Jewel Hazen and a couple other guys. So they were going to, over the 4th, Prescott, Oakley, St. Paul, Red Lodge, Livingston, Cody, and Greeley. And th- most of those are like two headers. Yeah, that's that's summer running. Yeah. Yeah, well, like Prescott is like back-to-back. So they'll have, you know, their first run is like one in the afternoon and then and then they'll rodeo that night. But yeah. 
Yeah, but I that's know what you're a summer. That's run. a su- yeah. That's that's and that's not even that's whole, running. That that's just till like July sixth, yeah. because the way it kind of falls this year, um, like Prescott gets over on the fourth, uh, Estes starts on the fifth, Casper starts on the sixth, Sheridan's in there, somewhere, like right after that. Yeah, I think. but there's a lot going. But these guys aren't going like over the fourth to like two rodeos. Their summer run is from like Logandale until Omaha in September. Yeah. Know? Lighten it up. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. And and uh, on a on a side note, the uh the money in July 4th obviously is big cuz there's a lot of rodeos. Yeah. But think about this though. The third week in July, Spanish Fork Oh, that's a bad Cheyenne, thing. Nampa, Salinas. Um, Can I stop you right there? Yeah. There's quite a few people that are not going to have to worry about Cheyenne this year. <laughs> yeah. Well. Shit's week. Yeah. Well, they, they'll they have to go to the other ones. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. 36, 36 bulldoggers. bulldoggers. 37 Bulldoggers. Oh, re-entries. Yeah. Sorry. 37 Bulldoggers. You should have entered. <laughs> Nay. After my knee injury from fighting a Zebu landed me in the hospital, I will not be... Ste- I love steer wrestling. It's one of my favorite events, but I'm, I'm not... I'm done. I'm fat. I'm 38. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. And I, I got full bend, but, you know... All right. I'm not going to hashtag some... I'm, if I entered Cheyenne, I would hashtag Summer Run, and I would... Like pull an ultimate do and don't of Facebook. I would do like the picture of me Cheyenne, like leaning against the fence with my back number. <laughs> like every Facebook post that comes through there, and be like the daddy of them all. That, that sad thing is, I, I and I'm not getting into the reasons. Whatever. That's not my business. Whatever. It is sad because the best event to watch in Cheyenne is. The steer wrestling. I agree. By far. The long score and, you know, like. Big cattle running. (laughs) Big cattle running. And you know that about every fourth guy is just going to eat shit. And you're like, who's that guy from uh, Croc? Croc, uh, What's his name? Remember, he skidded like 30 yards on his bald head. Yeah. Call him Croc, I think. Uh, Donk. I don't know. It no, doesn't it, matter. It was Donk. Anyway, great wreck. What was Donk's name? It wasn't Donk. Yeah, I'm pretty, it's Croc. Sure, it was. I'm pretty sure it's Croc. No, it was Donk. Yeah, well, he a... serves lamb at the hospitality during the oh, National Western. It wasn't Donk. Yeah, you're right. But there is a steer wrestler named Donk for the <laughs> record. It wrestled back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, back on back on uh on schedule here. <laughs> that the uh Cheyenne, Salinas, Nampa. Spanish Fork. I don't know if is that Edmonton going again. It was like fifty thousand added. Yeah, it's is it going again? Well, I don't there's know. There's that in Salt Lake, and in Salt Lake days of forty seven. Yeah. You t- there's more money. I think I, I I would like to see the numbers. There's got to be more money in that week of rodeo, with those rodeos going on. Well, it's like a week and a half. Most of them are ten days. Um, yeah, but I don't. I, uh, Spanish is like over twenty thousand added. Oh, it's great. Nampa's like thirty, over thirty thousand added. 
it's great for the I mean, guys that have a good hashtag summer run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I remember back in my steer wrestling days, and I, you know, I never made the finals, but I, I was successful. I won here and there. How but, close did you get? What What is the highest you ever, end uh, of the season? I'm talking September. Uh, not close. End of September. What <laughs> is the highest you ever ended not, your steer wrestling? I think the highest was ever was like probably 43rd. But that's not bad. <laughs> I was like number. You were a top fifty bulldog. When I around. was in the Prairie Circuit. I in the Prairie Circuit. I made the Prairie Circuit finals when I was twenty one. Yeah. And in the Prairie Circuit was Oatberry, Roy who? Duvall, who? Shut up, Dean Gorsuch, <laughs> Chancey Larson, Stockton. Graves. Is that the guy on your Dean? Is that the guy on your T shirt you've been wearing? Yeah, for three Dean days? Gorsuch T shirt, world oh, champion. Gotcha. Uh, who else? Ricky Huddleston was bulldogging back Boy, then. Boy, name drop. That's not a name. Ricky I made, Huddleston. I made the Prairie Circuit Finals at 21. Was I good? I guess. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, I look back and I think about competing. And, and me and you, especially, couldn't have a job without contestants. Of course not. But I think I almost cringe this time of year when I think about these guys that are about to drop who knows how much money man in entry fees and travel and and renting planes and fuel and mount money i mean can you and i well, know i know because i never did very good over the fourth but you know when the next week comes and you didn't win crap and you're out like $7000 oh yeah well there's I mean, a good buddy of ours you know uh old don landley yeah, we were talking to Fort Smith, and just in those in that few weeks there, that two weeks, Fort Smith, and maybe the next week, or well, maybe the next three weeks, you know, he was entered like twelve thousand deep, <sighs> and that's just that's just beginning of June. Well, in the words of Little Wayne, "Got money, and you know it. Take it out in your pocket and show it." Yeah, Do you have Little Wayne. Um, you know, little wheezy. <laughs> that should be the national anthem for hashtag summer run. Is that it? No. It's Fireman. Anyway. He's played this for Casey Field oh. circa 2011. I love Casey Field. Yeah. Awesome. So, since we are talking about the 4th of July. And the rodeos and hashtagging, you know, the summer run and all that. Except for me, I've been off Facebook for a while. For a while. Why? It, Why is that? Because there's a lot of videos I want to send to you that are funny that you would like or things I would like to tag you in. I got. But you're non-existent. You can only get on Facebook so often on an iPhone 4, you know. A broke yeah. iPhone 4. It's like trying to get a Prius to run 106. It just ain't going to happen, all right? But, like, I, I just I hated I got to where I hate it because everybody's putting, like, stupid shit about politics and this and that. And just And being a rodeo clown, like, I kept getting these awkward messages from people that, like, if I would say anything, like, okay, if the person beside you isn't clapping, slap them with your right hand. Just, like, jokes. And I was getting private messages, like, that ain't funny and, you know you think you're being funny by making fun of fat people. I'm like, I am a fat people. Okay. Yeah. Go to hell. You know, like I had a mom that was like, when you said, where's all the chubby guys at my son felt awkward. 
hey, I'm I'm right there with him. I'm Sorry, saying, your son's chubby. Yeah, I'm chubby too. Get Shit, him off the couch. Get the Xbox oh. out of his hand. Let's go. But so I, I just I kind of zoned out, where I didn't. Want you got to own it. How hot my wife is. Yeah, you're <laughs> knocked her up. Schmiergen. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a daddy come November. Yeah. And, and on a side note of rodeo. You are absolutely screwed come November because you run all those sound stages and do all the stuff for the BFO and different places in Vegas. So as soon as your child is born, you got to yeah. leave. To go. So Yeah, my biggest contract of the year oh. happens uh, three weeks after my son, it is a boy, is going to be born. But, I mean... My wife, I think, you know, we're, she'll be on maternity leave, so she's going to come with me. So you're going to have a baby in Vegas. Yeah, we'll have a baby in Vegas, so you but we're going to be at fun. the very awesome Orleans Hotel and Casino. Oh, in the suites. In the suites. So you're, you're going to have a Across baby. the hall from you, because that's... If your baby starts crying, I will call the front desk. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've camped 10 feet, not six feet from you right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a complaint. Uh, Joshua Hilton's room has a screaming baby. <laughs> and I have a complaint right now. I have Justin th- Rumford has three crazy-ass kids. I have three crazy-ass five-year-olds. This would be the perfect opportunity to get back, but okay, I'm kind of getting off track Sorry. here. <laughs> but congratulations to him. Thank you, thank you. Okay, everybody, I'm going to have to take a pause for the cause. It's time for me to piss. Yeah. I got to pee. I've had to pee for like 10 minutes in the... A lot of podcasts don't do that, but I got to pee. Yep. Okay. All right. Be right back. God. I used to the old 69 boys. I grinded to that song. Oh, they really got it going. Oh. The <laughs> in the Kansas gyms, I did. I actually the gyms of Central Kansas. Hey, I'm for real. I dirty danced this song in Sylvia, Kansas, in the '90s. I had Z Cavarici jeans on with a silk shirt. <laughs> did you have your Doc Martens on? <laughs> Duh. Did you? <laughs> no. Better yet, did you have your Doc Martin sandals with white socks on? And the black boots, knee high with the day suits. My head, yeah. That was back before thongs. Oh, that's back in the full bottom underwear days of the 90s where I grew up. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> well, they damn sure did not dress. Like they do today. Welcome back. Wow. <laughs> We're coming back talking about full-bottomed panties. <laughs> it is rump chat. It's rump chat. We can talk about that. You know, All I'm right. actually glad we did. That's time for another show. Yeah. Another show will talk about the progression of underwear from <laughs> the time you're in middle school to the time you're in college and the way it affects your life. And the first time you saw a girl's pair of underwear. Oh, no, no, like full I want to know. I gotta hear this. The first time. Uh, No, we're not gonna get into it right now. We've got (laughs) something to go to. 
but we need to write this down. The first time Jr. Oh, saw a pair of panties sticking up out of the back of the <laughs> guest jeans, Miss Woodson's class boner. Schmiergen. That's yeah. All right, <laughs> what do you got on your list? I don't know. I don't know how we're getting bounced back from full bottom got- panties back to talking about our rodeo people over the fourth. All right. Okay. Who are you rooting for this summer? Oh, man. Well, there's several people I'm rooting for, but I, kind of an event to vent. Um, in the bareback riding, I want to start off with, okay, you know this guy. I know him. He's like the coolest dude ever. He's tall. He's skinny. He's got long flowing hair. He's an awesome bareback rider. He's been around for a while. I, God, no. I play the song if you want, but I want to see RC Landingham do good. I love RC. All right, you are you, just, you are creepily. I'm not creepily. He's a good-looking guy. I'm comfortable to say that. I have you ever looked into RC's eyes? I wish I had a mute button on the song. <laughs> have, have you ever looked into RC's eyes? Uh, Quit playing yeah. the song. I'm trying to be serious. Yeah. He's, it's, a, it's, it's like the first time I saw the Beatles. RC, yeah. yeah he's, he's one of my faves. It's like Zach no more. He looks like Zach Morris. He is like Zach Morris. Super bad movie. No, drop. he was like a cross between Zach Morris and RC Slater. He was the A.C. Slater, you dumb shit. He was the ultimate guy from A.C. Slater's going to go wrestle at the University of Iowa, just saying. Was he really? Yeah. Do you remember that episode? Him and his dad. His dad was in the military. I didn't watch Saved by the Bell. You. Okay. Okay. You want to fight? I will fight you over Saved by the Bell. Everybody watched Saved by the Bell. And who is our age? I did not watch Saved by the Bell because I was not a pussy. I watched. Reruns of Mesquite Rodeo on TNN. No, you were a fucking moron. You did you... not know that. You can call my mom right now. I will. Well, you probably have her number. Moving along, I'm I'm cheering for Arcee Lanningham. Yeah. He's 16th in the world, thirty nine thousand dollars. Cheering for. I hope he has a good summer. Who do you hope has in the bareback riding? In the bareback riding, yeah. I uh, I hope a uh, uh, couple guys that have obviously been there and done that. Um, but they got really snake bit this winter. Tim, uh, well, Tim O, Tim you know, Timmy back. O'Connell. He just got cleared. He's back. Yeah, he, he's back. You know, obviously he's a fellow Iwegian as myself. Right. Um, so I hope he comes back. He's good for the sport. He's really good at what he does. Great guy. So I'm, I'm pulling for him and Casey. Casey obviously has been there and done that, but, you know, he and he still has a lead on the world, so he's going to the NFR, obviously. For what he's won, but um, I would just I just want to see him back because he that was a bad injury. It was I was there. So, yeah, so I just that I obviously he's gonna go to he's gonna go to the NFR. For but I just I just want to see him back. I want to see him doing what he loves. You just want to see him healthy and doing what he loves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For you guys who don't know what happened to Casey Field at the short round at Rodeo Austin, he got on probably one of the rankest horses ever. Uh, Killer B five seventy of the Butler and Son Rodeo Company, and he he made a really good ride. And towards the end, he kind of got 
back off his rig and he fell down to the right and he fell underneath the horse and the foot didn't kick him uh, from the back like a kick out. But when the foot was coming over the front, it clipped him upside the head. And it was a scary injury. And yeah, it and I love Casey. And it was hard for me to go back in the arena and clown after that because I, I was sincerely nervous for, for a friend of ours. So yeah, I agree. I, I want him to do good. Too. Yeah. Now in the steer wrestling, I'm friends with a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys, there's only a few that were from my day of bulldogging. Um, Blake Mindeman. Love Blake Mindeman. Yeah. Balake. I hope he does good. Last year was his first GNFR. But I think me and you both could agree. Hunter Cure. I love Hunter. Hunter Cure is awesome. Yes, Hunter Cure. The man. Hunter Cure is the man. And and here's why. He's he's all about the fun. And, and uh, Hunter and you and uh, one of our announcer friends played a pretty good prank on the old rump shaker yes. this year at rodeo. This is a great story. It, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. We, uh, Hunter and I, and, and uh, we were got, we got together and came up with this plan because, um, you know what? Why don't you take yeah, over yeah. the story? I, I feel like I'm more qualified to tell the story. <laughs> so, okay. So as many of you know, I, we built a house and, uh, this is our second year in the house. Well, last year I decided to get a home security system installed. Um, so it's got like two outside cameras and one camera in the living room, you know? So when we're gone, we can check in on our stuff. And, um, so Ashley was at a rodeo, watched my younger brother, and I was at another rodeo, and, and Ashley's got the app on her phone that detects people at her house, and it will show the camera view um, of our house. So uh, at our house, uh, one of uh, a person that we know, uh, we'll call her a, uh, a visitor, uh, a visitor showed up to visit our house without us knowing she was going to visit, and she had got uh, the house code from another family member of ours because they thought, well, they must think it's okay if she stays there. Well, this visitor with her brought another visitor. Okay. And at one o'clock in the morning, it says on Ashley's phone, there's been a visitor detected in your living room. <laughs> so Ashley sees, uh, the girl visitor who has the, uh, uh, male visitor. Yeah. So let's get this. Right. There, the, the visitor, the, uh, the and family just, member is a girl and has a male friend. Yeah. And they were just visiting on our couch, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. But before they started to visit, they pulled the comforter off my bed and put down on the couch. Well, I'm not going to say they're visiting. They were making love. They were they sewing soiled the, your comforter no, off of the master bed. They were sowing their wild oats, and then the next morning <laughs> they were going to pray for a bad harvest. Okay? <laughs> but the thing that sucked, it was right on my comforter. And this is not a cheap uh, comforter. And that comforter tied my room together. It's cannot, this just doesn't happen to so, normal human beings. It only happens to rump. Yeah, so she sees the video of the two of them doing the the uh hippity dibbity as as they say in the medical terminology the horizontal mamba yeah she sees them they're they're uh doing their thing on my couch on my comforter and um there's nothing we could do about it and uh so but, like, but she but uh we couldn't get any good video yeah. footage 
we sent to uh, you. I didn't want to see the footage. I love that comforter. Okay. <laughs> but so anyhow, they, um, um, gosh, I keep going back to this. They were visiting all over. And then after they got done visiting, they get up and they're walking around. God. In the nude, they go into my kitchen and drink a $9 bottle of my favorite wine. Nine it bottle. Was a, it was a, a bottle of barefoot. It was barefoot. Merlot. Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> and so, oh my oh. God. I just can't concentrate with this in the background. Let's get it on, well, Rump's Comforter. So, <laughs> so I got to keep moving to tell you how this all ties to Hunter Cure. So <laughs> I slipped up and um, told uh, a few close friends in confidence about the midnight cuddler on my couch. Half the PRCA knew by noon the next day. Yeah, I'm not good about keeping secrets. but So I told everybody, and Hunter Cure gets with a hand bone, and they decide they're really going to pull a fast one on the old Big Bear. Yeah. So I get uh, this was before one of the, um, I think, the afternoon performance of uh, this rodeo, and we uh, got a comp- – I had an old comforter in the back, Oh. of the trailer for you know guests to to use or whatever in a big bag and so uh hunter took it down to the box with him yep before the rodeo now hunter comes out and he doesn't have a good run so i'm He's thinking like five, maybe five. He, it, was yeah, okay. it was okay but not i mean he didn't win any money off yeah. of it so he would consider it not a good run yeah anywho so but still i'm thinking well he's not gonna want to do it but no no he goes into the box directly after his subpar run, grabs his comforter, and gives it to Rump in the middle of the arena in front of about 6,500 people. And it was classic. Granted, nobody else got it. Well, there, they, but they played it off. Of Everybody played it off like, oh, that was a gift from a sponsor. Yeah, we tied it in to a sponsor to make it make sense to everybody. And so, uh, but those who knew. Got yeah, they thought it was funny, it. but that. The thing that sucked is that I had to throw that comforter away because after the, the the visitation of the comforter, I knew that I would never be able to cuddle up and uh, slip off into a cozy night clown <laughs> snooze knowing that these two people um, Cause spread the love of each other. You could, you're saying you couldn't pull the comforter up underneath your chin and get comfortable? No, I couldn't. <laughs> I could not do even if it was washed well. And, you know, for people that know me, I I put up with a lot. You know, I, I wear a pair of socks for three weeks and be cool it's with true. it. But I've the, seen your toenail. Yeah. The, <laughs> but the comforter, I mean, come on, man. Who does that? You know, I don't know. But Hunter Cure made it great. And that's why we want Hunter Cure to kick some butt this Hunter time. Cure got me a comforter and it was funny. Kick ass, Hunter Cure. <laughs> okay. All right. In the team robot event. I want to go with the guy. He's kind of a long shot, but I really want him to do good this summer. Okay. And that is Marcus Terrio, number 30 in the world. I knew his dad in Herbay. Herbart or A Bear. A Bear. That's it. Not Herbay. Clem Expound. Herb Terrio. Herb Terrio had a great horse. You know, Herb, uh, Herb had the 2001 Calf Roman Horse of the Year. Easy. Ridden by my ex brother in law Jerome, and uh, so I got I know those guys really well, and her, and Marcus is just a cool cat. 
you know. I love Marcus. Yeah. He looks like the fat kid that's the catcher in the sandlot, but kind of darker skinned. <laughs> okay. I, and I mean that in a good way. I love Marcus. Yeah. And, or as they say in Mississippi, where he's from, not Marcus, Marcus. Go on, Marcus. Marcus Terrio, I hope you do good. And also, one of my other faves, the one, the only, prior Oklahoma Coleman Proctor. Ah. Love Proctor. Yeah. Won the American. Yeah, he did. No big deal. Healers. There's only one healer in my book. You know who that is? You should know this. If we're best friends, you should know my favorite healer. Uh, your favorite healer. He's a cinch team healer. If you don't know this, I'm going to punch you right in the face. Oh, Jade Corkill. Jade Corkill. I can't believe it took you that long. Well, I couldn't remember his name. For some, I knew you, I knew who you were talking about. I was his face was in front of me. I was looking at his face. I couldn't remember his name. Jade Corkill is going to kick your ass now. No, there, he's not. There goes a vote. <laughs> Boom! Where's your no vote music? Hey, oh, <laughs> moving along to the Bronco crying, everybody. The classic. You can have. Man. You can have the votes. I'll take the money. The cl- <laughs> The classic event of rodeo. Announce that like Randy Corley would. The Bronc Ride, the classic event. Oh, here we go. As we move to the classic event of rodeo. Now, we move down back to the bug and shoots <laughs> for the Saddle Bronc Riding. <laughs> that is so good. Oh. We, we get Corleone next, next week in Prescott. By the way, let's go Poison. Brett Michaels played at Sykeston a couple years ago. Brett Michaels is a classic. Just like the classic of it of bronc riding. And that's why my pick for the summer that I want to do good is a classic guy that could be in Poison. Your fellow statesman from Iowa, Wade Sundell. Sundell being in a poison zone. Oh, for sure. He would fit in. There's nothing more to say. That was pretty good. So in the tie down open, who I really want to do good is a friend of me and you that we uh, have always enjoyed. 05 world champ all around, Ryan Jarrett. Yes. And the, the the only man to upset Turbozil in what the last 60 years. Oh, I love Ryan Jarrett because you were there. I was there. Uh, He's our safety man. We started a new tradition at one of the greatest rodeos in the world, Sydney, Iowa Championship Rodeo, 1st of August. Bloody Mary morning. Yeah, we were listening. I don't even remember where we were. It was at a rodeo. We were listening to Willie Spanish Nelson. Fork. Oh, yeah. Just two weeks before. It's a Bloody Mary morning. If I was any any good, I'd have that song, but I don't have it on this laptop. It's pretty pathetic. Anyhow, (laughs) I didn't say that. The meaning of the song was, hey, let's get drunk in the morning. Yeah. And Hamone and I got to talking. Why don't we do that? What would Willie do? WWWD. Sure. Right. So we decided we are going to have Bloody Mary morning. So... On Friday morning of the Sydney, Iowa Rodeo, 
we met in the park to throw hammers into trash cans. <laughs> Because I guess that's a thing in Sydney. It's, it's an old tradition that started way back when at the parade shack, which is this little shack in the back of the, uh, behind back by the buck, uh, the pins, you know, the rough stock pins. Yeah. Keeping all the bulls and, and horses. Uh, they used to have a, a keg of beer back there for all the parade riders. Right. That was oh, back. That's safe. Hey, let's well, get all no, the No, I mean, this was yeah. back. So you actually got a ticket to the rodeo. A companion ticket, if you were on the Grand Entry, and a scoop of grain. Really? This is, I mean, we're talking back in the 70s, 60s, well, you know, 70s, anymore, uh, still a scoop of grain, that's something. That was, a, you got a scoop of oats, because everybody kept their horses there. And, th- and that was back when Grand Entries were huge in rodeo. Right. You know, it's a lost cause. That's a whole other conversation. bring that back. So anyway, uh, and they used to throw a hammer into a fifty-gallon drum because they uh, it started out as a shoe. Okay, wait, let's start. Let's start this over. They had a keg of beer. Yes. And after drinking the beer and being in the parade, they decided, let's throw a hammer into a. It started out as a size like sixteen shoe from one of the guy. One of he's a committee man now. Craig Glasgow played football at the University of Iowa. I, not for long, but so he it did. was like it was like cornhole. Basically, that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was oh. cornhole, but then it returned into a hammer because I guess Craig didn't want to give his shoe up anymore or his boot. So uh, that was back when they had the concert during the rodeo, like all rodeos, you know, that concerts yeah. did. Right. So, <laughs> so basically, all of the guys that are opening shoot gates and 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 work on the rodeo go back there and drink beer. For 45 minutes as the had, concert goes. Probably only had one cup of beer. Just one cup. Yeah, right. <laughs> and anyway, then it continued on and it'd go after the rodeo. Anyway, so it's called the hammer throw. So that's where this all started. We started at horseshoes, but like, let's do the hammer throw. Yeah. It's so, Bloody Mary morning and horseshoes, but not with horseshoes, but with hammers. So should we tell? No, wait, let's not tell about the contest because it's kind of gross. I think we should. We'll, we'll so we, we got the trash time. can. The trash can we used, it was a plastic 50-gallon barrel, and it was beside a porta john right? A blue a porta porta-potty. Porta-potty. And um, we dumped it out. It, it was empty. There's some trash left at the bottom, but, so we dumped it out. Well, there was a feminine product at the bottom of this. Why they didn't just go ahead and drop it down the hole, oh. I don't know. But it kind of, it kind of, this whole thing, it kind of matched up with Bloody Mary Morning. <laughs> oh, so why, why did it, you say that? Because is it true? <laughs> yeah, it's true. So the loser, there was oh I don't know what ten of us playing. There was about yeah. the the loser had to pick the trash back up and put it back into the drum. Yes. Raise your hand if you lost. My okay, you can't see this, but right hand going up. Yeah, I lost. Jr. lost. I've no, I've never thrown a hammer. That wasn't a thing in Abbeville, Kansas. We didn't have hammer throw, so I did lose. But you lost. I did. I was last place. I never even. I don't even think I hit the. Doesn't matter. You lost, and you had to pick up the feminine product and put it back in the trash can. I used a piece of paper. You use your bare hands. I, okay, I did. I did not want to use my bare hands, but everybody fought me on it. But anyway, it'll be August second. Yeah, Friday of Sydney Iowa Rodeo. 
August 2nd, Bloody Mary morning in the city park, which is right next to the uh, rodeo arena. It's free to come. It's free to come. We will listen to Bloody Mary morning on repeat through our Bluetooth. Rump and I provide the vodka. If you want to bring something else, you have to bring it. It's but Rump and I provide the vodka. Yeah. Be there. Come see Be us. there. August 2nd, Sydney, Iowa. That was a long story to get through that, but we yeah, are Yeah, but it's a great story. It's a great story. It's it's your podcast. We can do whatever bull we want. Bull riding. How many people out there are ready for a little bull riding on a Saturday night who I want to do good? Uh, hands and feet. In the <laughs> if you don't get to clapping, your babies will be born naked. Oh, I love naked babies, as Bobby T would say. You big disgrace, kicking your can all over the place. Rock you, pick you up, and drop you. All right, who you got? All right, you know who I like. Number 13th in the world, another Iowa Cowboy. One that I could beat the shit out of if I wanted to. No, this is happening. I know. Well, I might let it happen, but I love this guy. Talented bull rider, rides with his hand backwards. The one, the only Trevor Reist. Oh, you mean it's not Reisty? It's not Reisty. Linden, Iowa. Trevor Reist. Yeah. He ever gets tired of people butchering his name. Welcome to the it's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's Trevor Rice. He is a he was Rice an announcers. If if any if any of the seven people listening to this is an announcer, it's Rice. 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 And, and he's he a badass wrestler. Yep. Obviously, he's from Iowa. Oh, so, obviously. Well, Oklahoma has. Been hey, Iowa doesn't too. do too many things right, but we wrestle good. I yeah. wasn't. I was a really bad wrestler. Terrible Trevor Rice is a gym junkie too. Like, yeah, I'm his friend on Snapchat. And, and like, um, can I just go on what? a little side note here? Yeah, the state of Iowa, pretty good Cowboys. Trevor, he's been in the NFR. Bill Ryden. We even had another one, Davey uh, Dyke. Davey Dyke, yeah, he went NFR Col- Colby uh, Community College Bull Rider. NFR Bull Rider. Um. Let's not to mention two-time world champion Tim O'Connell, right. bareback rider, two-time world champion uh, Colin Vaughn on in the team roping, Sac City, Iowa, and I mean world champion and just probably the the greatest, uh, probably the greatest personality since Monty Hawkeye Henson, damn sure in the Bronx riding, Wade Sundell. Wade Sundell, I agree. I'm just saying Iowa. Okay, we've got a name. Anyway, uh, no, I sorry. Like t- Side I, note, sorry. I love Iowa. Bill Huber. Bill Huber. He's made the DNCFR uh, like thirty-two times. Uh, Bulldogger. G. Uh, I uh, high school rodeo with him. Oh my God, Cole Edge. Cole Edge. Went the DNFR. Edge yep. Yeah. His parents have a Western store called the Western Edge. Yes, they do. Yeah. Side note, I love Iowa. So I'm just I'm I'm just saying. So who who do you want to see do better than? Trevor Reist in the bull riding. You know, I kind of got a root for the old man. Well, he's he's oh, uh, the old man. I know where you're going here. I, I Trevor Kasner. 
Trevor Castle. I love Trevor, and Trevor's a good dude. They're all good dudes. I love, I, I love them all. Uh, the ones I know, I should say. Uh, but Trevor had a good winner, you know, winning Houston, and um, I hope he keeps it going. Number two in the old world. I hope he keeps it going. So since we were talking about um, me and Trevor Rust fighting. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a wrestling match, and it's supposed to happen. You're just getting pretty much back to healthy at Sydney, if I don't recall. So I think this is set up. I saw him last week in, uh, or two weeks ago in Weatherford. He said, Fort Madison, you guys are going to wrestle in the arena. Well, I, I don't even remember how this happened. It I doesn't don't... matter. Did you? Are, is this happening or not? Well, it is. I... It is happening. It's Fort Madison, Iowa. Hold on. Tri-State Rodeo. No, not at Fort. I don't have Fort Madison this year. Oh, that's right. You're with me. But I will be in Sydney the first. But here's the thing. I don't even remember how it got started where we needed to start rehabbing better and let's make it happen in Sydney. I don't want to fight Trevor Rice. I will kick his ass. You're not fighting. You're wrestling. Wrestling is a fight. It's a battle. It is a battle. So I but I, I want to say somebody said I would wrestle him, but I never really remembered saying it. But then he said something, and then I was like, okay, well, let's do it. Like, I'll, I guess I'll kick your ass because, I mean, I I don't really want to because this dude's a gym rat. Like, on Snapchat, he's always, like, at 1130 posting pictures of him just busting out weights. Just throwing Yeah, them, well, I mean. Throwing on them biscuits. You threw it down. Well, I mean, I'll fight. I'll, I'll, I'll wrestle. I'll kick his ass if I need to. But the thing is, I don't want to. All right, so let's do this. All right, so this well, is happening. Just, I got Sydney, a, Iowa. Clown, well, that's a clown act. I've got a bad knee. I don't know where I will be. So you're physically. making excuses. No, it's not me. It's not an excuse. My, you're making excuses. Okay. My friends at the Kansas Orthopedic Center, if they free me, if, if Doc Miller releases me to wrestle, oh, Go to hell. I hate the sound effect more than Don't I'm not I'm not so whining. Are you hurt or not? Well Are I you hurt? Are you gonna be ready to go? I don't know. Physically. All right. All I'm saying if 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 I get the go ahead, then yes. Okay. I, I will wrestle Good. Trevor Rice. But I just am concerned if he is in the top ten that time of year if he would wrestle me, and I was to hurt him, and he don't get to go to the NFR. Like, I'm in a no-win situation on this. Well, yeah, you do outweigh him by 200 pounds. Oh, bull. Well, yeah. No, not 200. I went 100 to, I went 185. No, he probably weighs more than that. He probably weighs, yeah. Let's not get. Doesn't matter. I don't want to get confused. You outweigh Well, that's just, I'm the rodeo clown. I'm supposed to be kind of wolfy, but, like, what about you? If okay, pick five rodeo announcers that you could kick their ass. Top five announcers that I could beat up. Yep. <laughs> oh God, where do I start? Okay, and not, um, no, no, not just beat up. Top five announcers that you could kick their ass. That that's okay. what we're saying. Number one, Randy Corley. <laughs> Number two. Would Randy Corley, after you beat his ass, go, that was one of the best ass kickings in our game of rodeo? Ah? Ah, did you like it? Ah. <laughs> okay, Randy Probably. Corley, Randy 84 Corley. years old. Yep. Bob Tallman. 94 years old. With a bad hip. <laughs> I, I want to win. Yeah. 
Um, Wayne Brooks. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, duh. Um, Andy Seiler. Andy Seiler. Yes, Andy Seiler. And then uh, Mike Mathis. Mike Mathis? <laughs> okay, would you fight Mike Mathis on or off his paid horse named Frog? Uh, yeah, either way. Who it would, doesn't matter. Who would be the hardest fight out of the five? Hmm. Probably Tallman. Bob, Bobby T. <laughs> Tallman, you got to understand something. If you punch me in my mouth, I might bleed. <laughs> yeah, but also you got to think about this. You don't really want to fight Bob Tallman because no. then you'd be known as the guy that kicked Bob Tallman's ass and everybody hates you. Everybody loves Tallman. If Tallman went what to, you got, baby. Exactly. <laughs> if Tallman came to a rodeo and lit somebody's hair on fire, they would thank him for it. You know, high and wild. I didn't get any smarter, but I guarantee you one thing: I had a large time. <laughs> I mean, whoa! I don't know. His girlfriend likes white wine. That's all I know. <laughs> Did you see the girl at the white blouse? What? All ninety-five pounds of her. Oh, at my yeah. age and my condition, with my eyesight. Yeah, buddy. Why do we call him? Pickle? No, I don't want to. We don't oh. that guy. Yeah, that was pretty good though. That's a Hold pretty on. good fight. Hold on. Hold on. I actually knew that bull's mom. When his feet go to floating and he gets bent over the front end, there's a pretty good chance you're gone. Next thing you're going to tell me, we got hot water in the pipe, macaroni and cheese in the box, and it don't leak. What does that even mean? What does that mean? It don't leak. Of course it... We got hot water in the pipe, macaroni and cheese in the box, and it don't leak. Which doesn't leak? I, I I guess the pipe. You know, somebody listen to that and go, oh, my God, that Bob Tolman is smart. It doesn't <laughs> leak, does it? Oh, that was clips from Reno like uh, five years ago, but <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But, yeah, I mean, I, it's a, I, hey, you just asked who I could kick their ass, and I'm sorry, easy. but I'm pretty sure I could kick Bob's ass. Okay. That's fair enough. Okay. And I can kick Andy Seiler's ass. Oh, Andy Seiler would be easy Wayne to kick Brooks his ass. And Corley and Mathis. Okay. You have three guys that are over 70, and then Wayne Brooks, um, yeah, there's Wayne. <laughs> but it'd be so easy to beat up Andy Siler. He's only four foot 11. Yeah. Uh, I got to beat up a kid. Yeah. So your list is pretty weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have well, picked the heavy hitters. All right. Well, what do you got there, big boy? All right. Who uh, Rodeo announcers that I would fight. Number one, I would have to probably say, uh, agree with you. Uh, Wayne Brooks. It's a that that'd be like a good warm up fight, you know. Just so, you know, the kid on the the playground, you knew you could kick his ass and you'd slam him into the merry go round. That's that'd <laughs> yeah. be me and Wayne. Right. Um, number two, uh, Anthony Lucia. Easy. Uh, <laughs> I could whoop Anthony. I, I could whip Anthony. Lucia. Why would you want to do that to Anthony? Well, I just I I could. I'm not going. I made out with his sister in my parents' barn in 1993. <laughs> And you can ask him. He he saw. Uh, uh, yeah, I just you scar him for life. He was uh, almost not just a brother in the rodeo business, but almost a brother-in-law. Because in '93, I was 12 years old, and it got hot in that barn <laughs> when we were just making out like middle school style, like four foot apart, but our tongues were touching. I was tongue at 12. Well, maybe no. Oh, you're ahead of your time. No, I kind of. Well, you know. Th anywho, anywho. I made out with his sister, and I could beat his ass, and that's what's important, okay? <laughs> okay. Anthony Lucia, number two. Number three, um, I would I would also have to agree with uh, Andy Seiler. 
So yeah. that's Wayne, Anthony, and Andy. Okay. Uh, number four. Here, here's my uh, the one that you wouldn't think. Roger Mooney. I could whip Roger Mooney. Really? I would whip him in his sweaty Jack Daniels shirt <laughs> with his leather vest as he walks around the arena. And after I got done whipping him, I would say something like, I'll tell you what, right there is the way that the chicken gets the beak and gets the bread with the barbecue sauce out behind the barn when you're 666 and your rodeo Rolex is on. That's that's what I would do after I whooped him. Okay. What? I would. I just I, I don't know. Roger's bigger than you oh, think. Oh, he's an announcer. I think. I think you would have some definite problems. That's like saying he's the toughest kid on a 10-year-old soccer team. Okay. True. I I could take Roger. I, I got a rodeo with Roger before too long. I might go ahead and, you know. Sydney, baby. See if I could set him down in the 21st century arena and, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, Roger Mooney, that's – Roger Mooney and Andy Siler, they'd be about even on a fight, um, both kind of weenies. Uh, and number five, here's who's another. Got, who's going to be number five? Let me guess. I think it's somebody you've been wanting to beat up for a long time. Who? Boyd. No. Nope. I don't you, I don't want to do you that. You could take Boyd? You know, I could if I needed to. It'd be like. Oh, really? So you're saying right no. now you are admitting that you could beat up Boyd Paul Hamas. If If it had to happen, say that um, terrorists had kidnapped the president. Okay. And the only way to save America was for me to fight Boyd. I would I would beat the shit out of him <laughs> if I absolutely had to. Otherwise, I, I don't need to beat up I, I actually, you know, I kind of do need to beat up Boyd <laughs> just to kind of um, you know, let him know. Because he yelled at me at Corpus Christi this year. Um <laughs> as you remember. But the thing is, I don't know if beating Boyd up is <sighs> I love Boyd. He's a good guy. And 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 I will beat him up eventually, but he's not going to be in my top five. All right. right okay. Now. Okay. Get it. Get Let's go. Number, Number five. five announcer that J.R. Rump would or could or could, could beat up. Not would. Could. Jody Carper. Oh, yeah. I could whoop Jody Carper. Yeah, that's Nobody a good ever one. thinks about beating up Jody Carper. I, I, I love he's my friend. But if he needed it, what's this? Oh, yeah. Is this his intro? Yeah, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your master of ceremonies, whose voice has been heard twice at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo and three times at the National Finals Steer Roping. From Hamul, California, Jody Carper. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> his voice has been heard twice. Twice. My voice has been heard there a lot, never over a microphone, but I've been there. <laughs> like, see, would would you play that before I whoop Jody? Uh, yeah, or he's got another one. This is no. from 2018. Do you want to hear it? No, not really. It, is this the chain smokers? Yeah. Welcome your pro rodeo announcer whose voice has been heard twice at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo, three times at the yeah. National Finals Steer Roping, steer roping. from Hamul, California, Jody Carper. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, well, yeah, intros. So how does that come about? Does announcer get with another announcer and go, hey, um, would you announce me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think that's Davey Kim. Did those? Oh. Yeah, Dave. Oh, I want to add Davy Kim to my sixth on my list. Yeah, I can whoop Davy Kim as well. 
<laughs> if we can add, I would whip Davy Kim and then um, tell him that the pressure in the tires of his RV aren't right. That'd really make him mad. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if you want right. to see it, hashtag announcer fights. There it is. There it is. Boom. Yeah, let's take a little break right here on Rump Chat with Hambone. Come back at you. Oh, we're back. Oh, she's got the books to kill. Is is the dirt probably the greatest Netflix show of all time? It is, and I'm actually glad you brought that up. Hold on, let's just listen for a second. Okay. Why not make it back? Why? She's got the looks that kill. That kill. She's got the looks that. But I'm I know. glad you played that because on the next podcast we are going to be discussing why Motley Crue kicks ass and how The Dirt is the best film ever. The Dirt is well, I, not the best film ever, but it one of the, the greatest film. stories told. Uh, I wish they would do a Guns. You Guns have to watch it now. Granted, it is a dirty film, but you're watching a movie about Motley Crue it's so of course you're not going to watch it with the kids it's not a dirty film it's one of the it's greatest the rock bands of all time it's not dirty it is the truth okay it's dirty I mean the first scene well, come on yeah so next time on the podcast we're going to be talking about the looks that kill oh damn so since this podcast is called Rump chat. Rump chat. There are two dots over the U of rump, and there are two dots <laughs> over the A of chat. Because I also have the looks to kill, right? Oh, I love Bobby Cruz. Now, also on the next Rump Chat, we're going to be talking about something I don't love. Stupid commercials. Mm. Western commercials that are just... Ridiculous. Corny as shit. Like the Polaris commercial where the rancher is wearing a helmet to put out hay. You know, he's like driving or, his Polaris Ranger. Or the the Pendleton whiskey commercial oh, where oh. there's a where they're bucking a bull at night in Pendleton Don't when we started. all know there are no night perfs in Pendleton. Don't get me started. Also on next week. But you are a barrel man there, well, obviously. I know, but I, if it was dark, you would never be like I'm having What's that? I can't hear you over the fat ass crew. Plus a lot of other things. Uh, also, we might even talk about the uh, thing we talked about earlier. Uh, first time you see some undies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get some rump stories. Can't wait. Rump stories next time. Awesome episode 1-2. We hope this one makes it back. We hope we approve it in the morning. Remember, before you do anything, I'm going to leave you with this. What would Motley Crue do? We'll see you later, everybody.